before you begin today's episode, we would simply like you to know that what we will be discussing will be based on our own experiences and opinions and does not necessarily reflect every single Black, Indigenous, and person of color's opinions, views, nor beliefs. We realize that some of the content that we'll be discussing may make some people very uncomfortable. Although we encourage you to listen to the full episode, you're free and more than welcome to skip to different segments. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. In this episode of Blackout, we will be discussing the topic of code switching, what it is, and how it's affected our lives as Black women. Hope you guys enjoy. Hi everyone, welcome to Blackout. I'm Melody and I'm here with Christine, my co-host, as well as Abian. Abian, would you like to tell us something about yourself? Hi everyone, uh, my name's Abian. I am 18, turning 19 this year. I actually did go to Immaculata for a year in the 10th grade, so just around the same age as Melody as she is now. I actually met Melody and Christine through TKS. I'm a TKS innovator. I'm currently about to go into uh, web development at Algonquin, taking a gap here right now. And uh, I'm really interested into like emerging technology and uh, writing, (laughs) screenwriting in specific. That is awesome. We're so happy that you could join us today. We are going to be talking about code switching. So we're going to define the term and also just talk about it and answer some questions that people might have about it. So Christine, would you like to explain? Sure. So basically, code switching is when someone switches something about whether it's their personality or kind of the way they talk to pretty much to better impersonate the norm of what is considered as professional or high standards. So this can be an example of like, if I were to usually speak in slang, if I were to go to a job interview, I'd speak formal English and very enunciate my words and kind of back away from the slang and try and stay in a, what society deems as professional. So now that we know what code switching is, have any of you guys ever code switched like in any situation? 100%. <laughs> definitely I feel like I'm I feel like everyone's almost like as soon as like I feel like as soon as you're like a person of color you definitely are guilty of like not guilty it's really a more bad way of framing it but everybody is uh prone to code switching everyone's definitely done it before um I feel like a small example I feel like I use a lot is the best way to like when I explain to others like code switching or like when we talk about it is definitely like I used to do this thing or I, I don't do it anymore but especially like in high school I used to call a place like a, a new place I'd always like order in like a very like pitch <laughs> voice and like sound like very like like what a white girl would sound like it's the best day I feel like it's kind of general but and I'd perk it up and my friends would always ask me what are you doing you sound like a whole other human being and I always said it's just like they genuinely treat you better like I find that like they treat you better when you speak in a different way and yeah I don't know what do you guys think about I sometimes when I talk in front of a class or in school, I usually don't talk the way I do. I try to, I'm not sure if this is code switching, but I slower my, the way I talk. I don't talk as fast as I usually would just because like I have had. You like enunciate, I like you slow. Yeah, it like... exactly. Um, just because sometimes I've been accused of talking way too fast and um, people misunderstanding what I say. That is something that I do tend to do. And I think after a while, it just becomes a part of who you are. You know, you, you really can't tell the difference of when you start and when you stop doing it. Yeah, like that's really relatable. Like whenever I meet someone new, 
like it doesn't matter if there's someone of higher authority or just or just like another random person when I meet someone new I always 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 speak differently and act differently and dress differently completely like I'm a completely different person but then like the second time you meet me and they'll be like whoa what happened to you before <laughs> but like honestly like I have like I don't have an accent but like when I get tired I speak for a long time like it starts coming out and I start slurring my words so I have to like really enunciate my words I try speaking a bit slower I kind of higher than it actually is like I literally make myself to this entire different person to kind of seem like I'm like hey like I'm normal I'm professional so like me as a friend you know yeah I really agree with that like I, like, I feel you I feel like for a big way to like I realize I did it is because personally like I've always gone to like predominantly white schools like <laughs> even when I had gone to math like it was predominantly like white so I feel like even the way I talked at school I realized like when I talk at school and when I talk at home and because especially because I used to live in like Richie and like sometimes I'd be talking with my friends in my neighborhood and then sometimes I'll be talking with my friends from school and like sometimes I catch myself and it just sounds different like sometimes like I don't know like I even like for example like TKS is a great example for me like the way I t- when I'm talking with my friends from TKS is very very different than I realize it's not very very different but it's quite different than when I talk with my close friends and my friends from before like what do you guys do you guys like do you guys feel the same way definitely um the way I talk to people I just met or let's for example let's just say my director or my mentors it's definitely not the same way that I'm going to go around talking to you guys on a day-to-day basis, you know. I guess sometimes it also depends on who you're talking to and why you're talking to them. Because subconsciously, I think it's how we do it. I don't think people, maybe at first they intentionally do it, you know, to make themselves seem more professional, to make themselves, you know, seem more liked. Um, but after a while, it becomes a subconscious thing that we end up doing. And well, when I was in elementary, like I went to two elementary, but my second one, okay, actually, no, my first one, it was a French elementary school. It was near the middle of nowhere. I'm not gonna lie. It was like 200 people, like total in that school. And it was the pre, it was like, I think there were only like about 10 people that were in that school, not including like staff, like white people were the minority in that school. So it was so easy, like, you know, like speaking and saying, like acting this certain way, like, you know, so then at my second elementary school, it was, it wasn't the glee. So you can only imagine it was predominantly white. At the time, I was the only black girl in the entire school. So it was very uncomfortable. And of course, I had to change, like, I mean, first of all, I didn't speak English at the time. So I had to, like, my goal was to get rid of my accent. And I had to, like, act a certain way. I wanted to dress a certain way. I had to speak and really, really, really pronounce certain words. So I had to change to be a completely different person at the time. So yeah, no, I, I definitely agree. Yeah. I feel like when people, that's another, that's a really good point too, like a changing the way you act or to like kind of just, it's almost like a, it's, I feel like in that situation, it's really like, or in most situations, like the way I do code switching is like a survival tactic. Because let's say like, in your situation, like you were like the might not beyond minority, you were like the single that person you were at, like that school. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like to, in order to fit in, you need to almost like assimilate that environment in order to like you know to live that mainstream, like like have friends, like in order to like converse with your teachers. That's like that's when I feel like code switching is such a like important. Sadly, it's an important thing because 
this society is not built for us. It was never built for us. And we're almost just like, it sounds so happy to say, but it's like, it's a white world and we're living in it. And we're trying to like navigate it and fight for it to be like more than that. So like, I always just see it as like a survival tactic. Cause if, even if you look at it, like, for example, like beyond like, cause I feel like code switching too is beyond just like a verbal thing. Like you were saying, like, it's like changing the music you listen to, you know, like, for example, let's say you loved like, I don't know, like that's this is just a quick example, but let's say you loved your your Chris Brown and you loved your, you know, your Tory, like whatever, you know, like your Tory and you loved all these like in your A boogie, but then at your school, everybody's listening to like 21 pilots. This is old, like 21 pilots and like listening to Taylor Swift, you know, like some people like they'll look at you different. And then even then, like the way you dress, let's say somebody like prefers to, I don't know, like let's say they are all wearing like, I don't know, like I remember like one shoe that everybody used to love to wear was like Sperry's and like changing from wearing like Sperry's to wearing you know like I don't know your days like I feel like it's just a way of just like it's I feel like I'm using horrible examples I just I see it as like a way of just it's like physical things too you know I feel like even like hair is a great example I feel like that's the biggest one too like for example black women like you would get let's say we go into the places hijabi but like myself like black women like some of them will straighten their hair for an interview because right off the bat, like a lot of workplaces still to this day, like women are like black women are fighting to have their natural hair as a part of like their, you know, their that's professional attire. I don't care anybody says like your hair shouldn't define whether it's professional or not. So I feel like that's a great example. Like some women, like in order to get that job, they will have their hair straightened or they'll have their hair in more of a quote unquote, like neat way, which is horrible. I hate how they say that, but that's another like form of like code switching, you know, like, some women like would never straighten their hair, but in order to like get that job, they'll do have to do it. Straightening your hair is not all that good for your hair. Um, it looks nice on me. I, I absolutely do love straightening my hair, but if you do it a number amount of times, it does end up killing it. And so, yeah, no, definitely hair, clothes, everything that we do and stay in society nowadays is a form of code switching. Because we're, like you said, um, we're just all trying to survive in this world. So would you guys say that if someone, so kind of like, okay, so if I was a white woman and I was, actually not even if I was living in a predominantly Black neighborhood, but, and like the mainstream kind of trend was, you know, box braids and like, I don't know, a a strong tan Mm -hmm. and whatever. If that was like the mainstream trend right now and I were to do that to best fit into society would you still consider that as a form of code switching as well I feel like that's a really good that's a really good question Christy I feel like to me but like I feel like then again I'm not like no I'm no like sociology like professor or anything like that but or sorry like linguist or anything when I look at it maybe by the book it might be but for me to like from like what I know and like experiences I definitely feel like they're still not because I feel like when I because like I said before how I brought up it's a survival tactic right like I don't Mm -hmm. think I don't view it as yes it's like they're switching themselves like by the book it is but at the end of the day the end result is is that I feel like they're not like this is their you know what I mean like it's made for them like yes they're surviving that one situation but that's just such a small one small situation you know like that let's say like that neighborhood or that one school they can leave that environment and go still be successful you know what I mean it's like those are just like an isolated situation compared to like for black people it's an everywhere like whether you're in your own home you know like for example like some people 
living in their own neighborhoods or like neighbors are calling the cops on them because they're like in their own house just being black in their own home I feel like it's just it's not I don't view it as something that like I don't view it as code switching to me because at the end of the day like anywhere they go they can live their life and be themselves because it's this world like I said before is like designed for them so to me no <laughs> that's a long form short like TLDR no you do make a great point Abian. um it is the world is made for them and so there is no reason that I know of that they will I mean it can also differ um on who who the person is what is their situation and why are they doing it like are they doing it for just that one particular particular um t- like that t- that one time or are they doing it because of a series of different things that has happened to them it also depends on their backstory we can't just look at that one person and or just we can't just look at, at it as like a whole group. We have to look at it as for like a case-to-case basis, is my opinion. Um, what do you Christine? Me, I have no idea. <laughs> That's what I asked. Like, I, I, I really don't know. Like, it can either be seen one in t- of two ways, like whether it's code switching or appropriation. So I don't know. I think it's one or the other. Kind of just depends on the backstory and the person's point of view, I guess, at this point. Do you guys have any, like, instances, like, now that we've been talking about it for long, like, do you guys have any, any instances that, like, stick out that you feel like I definitely, like, was code switching? Nearly every single day of elementary school, I was mm-hmm. just completely different. I remember, I remember I was trying to fit in so much. I was begging and begging and begging to get my hair relaxed, you know. Uh-uh. I never got my hair relaxed, but I was always, always, always trying to get my hair straightened, join dance clubs and soccer because that was like, you know, the mm-hmm. thing. Um, I was always like, you know, overly pronouncing my words being like, oh my gosh, Amanda, did you like that show where like Chris was kissing Emma? You know, like I was just like, I don't know, I was this completely different person. And mm-hmm. I was aware of it. So I feel that's the worst part too. Um, as for me, I guess I I do it subconsciously, but whenever I go to a new place and I meet new people, I don't talk a lot. I get to know a lot about them first, see the similarities, and kind of show them that side of me, if that makes sense. Like, I won't show them the whole picture at first. You know, I get to know who they are, what what are their interests, and see if I, I like anything like like that they like, and only show them that part. And but I didn't realize I was doing it. I was just doing that subconsciously every single time. And at, at some point, I realized that I did do that. You know, I was always quiet when I first met people. And I asked myself, why are you always so quiet? Like, I'm generally not a quiet person. Um, and so it, it led me to ask all myself these questions. And it led me to that point where whenever I talk to new people, I always end up liking the same thing that they do. It's not like I'm faking it or anything. I do genuinely like it. And if I don't, I will tell you. But I only show them the part of me which I think they will um, most likely want to be friends with. So that's something that I'm trying to work on because, once again, it is a subconscious thing. It's not like I do it on purpose. It just happens. But, yeah. I definitely... I'm 100%, like, 150% guilty of it. Like, I definitely did do it often. Like, even I remember, like... I remember when I was in elementary school, a lot of, I don't know if you guys would know it, but maybe you guys are a bit younger than me, but I remember every single, there's like one story specifically that's just how I remember every girl had like 
this one like I remember this one brand called like Joshua Press and like all the girls like had like t-shirts and like the sweaters from there and I remember begging my mom be like please get me that sweater I want this one I remember she ended up getting it for me but the funny part about it is like I like it was just a freaking sweater like looking back it's like moments like that like oh that's a really good one too that you said like with the the hair relaxing like I remember I used to want my hair straight all the time like I'd always ask my mom please straighten my hair like please straighten it like all the time like I was obsessed with that um I feel like this it's like so interesting because I feel like code switching because that's where I like wasn't like a question to like ask too is like I feel like code switching when you code switch for so long you almost like assimilate to a point where you almost I don't know how to say it but not become white or any type like whitewash but I feel like people like when you do it for so long and you hold that on for so long and you know when it really starts to become you do you think like it's fair for some to be called like whitewash because I remember sometimes like I would get called that when especially like in elementary school by like others I knew or like for example like sometimes people like tell me like still this day like I get it not as often anymore because people are more like educated on that fact but like I remember people would tell me like I sound whitewashed all the time like you're whitewashed I mean like you like one direction you're whitewashed (laughs) <laughs> you like like this type of shows like you're whitewashed what do you guys think about like that like do you agree with that statement like that it can lead to almost like becoming it absolutely not like I don't like rap music does that make me whitewashed I don't absolutely not. I I generally watch um I generally listen to Carrie Underwood um country music to be exact does that make me I love that sorry <laughs> right that. Like, I love that, that you listen to that <laughs> It's it's what I enjoy. It's what I like. I I don't think that's the funny thing. What makes like who in the world came up with the idea that in order to be black, you had to like rap music, you had to like certain movies, you had to like certain songs. Like, why is that even a thing? Like, what? That is something I generally don't understand. So I do not agree with that statement in the least bit. I I don't I don't know I oh, <laughs> I agree with the statement in the sense that like if you like if you code switch enough to like this certain persona might I say that eventually like you will become that persona but I don't agree with that statement in the sense that you know doing these certain things makes you whitewashed because kind of like how Melody said I don't like they're like the standards and the stereotypes that's been set to what being black is and what being white is and what being asian latino hispanic like whatever it is like they're all stereotypes it doesn't like i'm quiet am i white because of that i'm loud (laughs) does that necessarily mean that i am for sure black you know i don't like fried chicken does that mean I'm not black like you know like there's all these stereotypes and standards that just because I don't mean does that mean I'm not a specific race or I am a specific race like I agree but disagree with that statement at the same time Mm -hmm. same like I definitely feel like it's a way I feel like the idea of calling one someone whitewashed I feel like it originates from like how do I say this the best way I can? Okay. I feel like it's a way of keeping people of color on their toes. I feel like it's a way to make them just like, to shake them up even more and like become even more confused and like 
push them away more because like i agree with your christine like to the point where like i like the disagreeing and disagreeing with the statement because i feel like it's just a way of like isolating people more and like keeping i feel like it's a society created that it's like a societal thing to just isolate people more even though it's just so incorrect like it's just so incorrect like there's so many different ways of like being there's so many different ways of being black there's so many different ways of being like a person of color in general like there's just that's the whole point like intersectionality there's just so many different ways of just being a human period it kind of forces us to stay in this group or this category of you're black well then you're only black and these are the standards that you have to meet or you're white oh, okay so you're only white and these are the standards that you have to meet you can't dig your toes in any other groups, whether it's for whether you want to appreciate that culture and like really learn about it and embrace it. It doesn't matter. You have to stay in your box. So I feel like it kind of forces that like isolation and that mm-hmm. kind of different, not only races, but cultures, ethnicities, like all of it. I feel like it's like, what about people? Like, there's just like a question. It's like when people have that mindset, I always think I'm like, okay, but what about people that are a mixed race? Or what about people that like grew up in one place and then another, you know? Like, it's just, it's so intriguing. Like, there's just so many, like, no one's, like, some people are not just one thing, you know, if we're going to think by that mentality and like, and have that mindset. I think that's a good note to close this discussion on. Thank you once again, Adrian, for joining us. Um, it was an absolute pleasure for you to join. Guys, I really hope you enjoyed this podcast. I hope you picked up some few notes. If you have any up ideas, um, any thoughts, anything that you want to share with us, please um, message us at our Instagram account. Um, once again, thank you all very much for tuning in. Bye. Have a good weekend. Bye, guys. As a black kid, you gotta learn this handy trick of social self-defense. You switch up your speak and give your manner a tweak depending on the audience. I'll be Will Smith, witty, or cool like Diddy, or affable as you please. Cause when you're young and black, you develop a knack for putting the world at ease. It's called code switching, and I'm a master.